Centuries ago, the Malian emperor Mansa Musa sent his best and brightest scholars, explorers, warriors, and artisans across the great western ocean to discover new lands. They succeeded in ways no one could imagine. Now, 3,000 years later, their descendants have made a home for themselves on a new planet, and the calls of adventure and discovery are stronger than ever. Join creative director Tanya DePass as Invicta, the High and Old Blade Keeper. DJ Knight as Akemba, the Musalian Bio-Priest. Michael Sinclair II as Eli, the Mesagi Lightbringer. Christina Ariel as Sila 919, the Monsagene Bio-Priest. Abria Iyengar as Koza, the Hyenol Fixer, and Ahenio Vargas as the Storyteller, as they explore new planets, make new friends, and treat everyone they meet luxuriously. Welcome to The Motherlands. Hi, hi, hi everybody. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I think we all want to start tonight by just saying, like, holy crap. Thank you. No, just say holy shit. That's where just we're holy shit. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's right. That's right. PG thirteen. Language. Holy. You want to? Hey, DJ, beat me in the middle here. You ready? Yeah, you ready for it? Here we go. Okay. Holy shit, y'all! Thank you no. so much. Oh. I, we, I, I, uh, I, we have all spent all wow. day just like completely floored. You all are amazing. As of right now, we are just north of ninety eight thousand dollars on our Kickstarter, and and that is y'all. It's uh, it's incredible. Thank you all so much. Uh, I can't. I could spend Holy two shit. hours doing this. Oh my god! Nope, I lied. As of no, right no, now, no. we are like ninety nine thousand eighty four dollars away. Oh, wait a minute. I see ninety nine. Oh, I think it's north of that. Twenty six. According Somebody. according to the account holder, we are eighty four dollars shy I'm of a hundred grand. What I see. So I'm. Yeah. She, oh yeah. No, better. I'm with you. She got much I'm better chance you. than I do. I all right. I could I could do this the whole two hours, but like. You know, we should probably play a game at some point. So we're going to uh, look. Uh, it's, uh, thank you all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I got two if you have no idea what I'm flipping out about, um, we launched our Kickstarter today and it's going really well. And we are so grateful for that. We have unlocked Bertrand plushies as an add-on. We have unlocked an adventure written by DB Dave Walters that will be included. And we are about to unlock a mystery third uh, stretch goal. So you all have been incredible. Thank you so much. Um, Hi, I'm Eugenio, and I'll be your storyteller tonight. <laughs> um, I am Eugenio, I'm D of Jazzy Hands. I, am, I have the great pleasure and fortune to be the storyteller for Into the Motherlands. Uh, and now that I have kind of composed myself, why don't we do introductions? Uh, and then we'll keep talking about, about stuff. Shall we roll for it? It's what we do here. Um, oh, 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 it's a five again, which means a Bria. Oh, that's me. It's Hi. you. I'm Abria Iyengar. I'm so excited about this Kickstarter. Thank you so much. Uh, I play Koza, uh, the yellow band in our super pretty rainbow banner. Um, I'm, I'm your high and old fixer. Yes. Oh, That's it. I was like, what? The yellow? Oh, on the, yes, I get it. If now. you I go to the Kickstarter, which you should all do just because touch it, I'm the yellow band. Yeah. Going like this. Next up is a three, which is DJ. Oh, hi, I'm DJ Knight. I am the blue band, second from the right on the Kickstarter, which yes. if you haven't already backed, you should probably do. I backed it for the early bird version of the Ultimate Explorer, and then I added 50 to make it the same price, and then Bertrand Plushy came out, and I was like, let me get two of those. So I'm Hello. heavily in, because I support <laughs> these amazing people that, that are here. You should also do so, because 
at minimum, you get to play the game that we're playing. And I'm looking forward to seeing your stories. But beyond all of that, I'm DJ Knight. You can find me at twitch.tv slash DJ Knight and pretty much everything at DJ Knight. You're awesome. Thank you for being here. I play Ikemba, who's alien bio priest. Pronouns he, him, both me and he. You guys are awesome. That's it. Who's up next? It is Christina. Hey guys. Who's great? Y'all. All of y'all. I'm so thankful for everybody that I really like. I have a lot of words, but I have also a lot of emotions and I'm a really easy crier. So I'm just going to talk about my character. I play the Admiral Sila919 and I am a Monsagene bio priest. And she's really cool. She's discovering her emotions. She just had some installed. So that's made for some fun times. And she's also been shorting out. And that's given some issues. Um, watch. Pronouns, she, her. And bye. <laughs> Perfection. All right. Oh, there's our six for Michael. There's hey. our. <laughs> All right. Hi, folks. Uh, Michael Sinclair II. Um, I play Eli, the Misajai Lightbringer. Their pronouns are they, them. My pronouns are he, him. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I, I play the uh, purple band in the Kickstarter, Eli. So, thank you. Thank you so much, you folks. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm kind of just. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. All right. Well, that, that leaves us with you, Tanya. I, I don't know what else to say other than I know. <laughs> I'm here. I don't know what color I am in the band. I'm just kind of, me and Invicta may be in a little bit of a daze today, just to forewarn you. Uh, but my pronouns in Invicta's are she, her. I'm your high and old blade keeper. And uh, I'm going to go back to quietly freaking out in the background until it's my mm -hmm. turn to talk on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Great. Um, and I, once again, am Okenyo, he, him pronouns, and I'll be your storyteller. Uh, all right. Well, we've said thank you to all of you who have backed our Kickstarter. I am so floored, so hyped to get that book into y'all's hands. Uh, but there are lots of other people that I have to thank and that I want to thank uh, because they have also made it possible for us to be here. So obviously we have a huge thank you out uh, to Die Hard Dice. Uh, remember this month's code is Ikemba for 10% off your entire order. So over to dieharddice.com, grab yourself a pair, a set of Musalian Skies dice and anything else you might have available as Tanya is displaying for you. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, and through the end of May, code Ikemba, I-K-E-M-B-A, uh, to get 10% off of your order. Second up, thank you, huge right thank you to it's Blue. right My here. It's right there. <laughs> That's right. We I have to spell it for you. you no, done. Right here. Here. done. What? There's 100,000. Oh, oh, we're 100,000. <laughs> oh, like, for real, there. for real? Okay. For real, got for there. real. For we real, did for real. $100,141. My bad. One hundred thousand one hundred Y'all are beasts. I can't. Let's go. Uh, Y'all let's beasts. You guys go. believe in us. Here's, here's, go ahead. Oh, please, Tanya, to... go ahead. If I get up and walk away, I'm not upset. I just am full of feels. Thank you for the heads up. Feel those feels. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you for those feels. Yes. Y'all, we are official. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Uh, we're mm. going to leave that as a surprise. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to oh, say that. Oh, because now we uh, can see who the next. <gasps> I'm saying nothing. I'm going to continue thanking people. Uh, <laughs> 
so the next per, uh, the next folks that we want to thank are Blue Microphones. Uh, we want to thank them for supplying uh, this whole crew with the technology that we need to sound nice and crisp for you all. Uh, check out everything that Blue Mics has available at bluemic.com. We're talking all different kinds of USB mics, XLR mics, anything you might need. So go ahead and check that out. Um, that is bluemics.com. Huge thank you, of course, uh, to the folks over at Cortex by Fandom who have made our stream possible. Uh, our, our stream game here is powered by Cortex, and we are very excited that we get to be among the first to share their system with you through this stream. You should check them out at Fandom Tabletop on Twitter. Get information about Tales of Zadia, the Dragon Prince RPG, Legends of Grayskull, the Masters of the Universe RPG, and lots, lots more. We are definitely giving away uh, a code for a digital copy of the Cortex Prime Handbook today. So <laughs> keep an eye on everything else that's going on, but also mods will let you know how to enter that. And you must be here at the end of the stream when we draw those winners uh, or that winner to claim your prize. Otherwise we'll have to pick somebody else. So be sure that you stick around. Uh, I'm trying to remain as calm as possible and get through these ad reads well, before I totally forget about the Kickstarter. So we've got one more uh, to go, which is a huge thank you to Twitch. Uh, we premiere exclusively here on Twitch every week uh, and we wanna thank them so very much for really, for, for kicking this whole thing off in the first place. You know, Tanya had the idea, she approached Twitch and, and they gave us sort of the first uh, of many go-aheads and we wouldn't be here without them. So thank you all uh, at Twitch so much for bringing us here. Last thing on my list is the Kickstarter, which we've already mentioned several times. You have four weeks if you haven't already backed. And look, we know there are lots of there are lots of folks that we've seen who have who have come to us. And believe me, we are not upset about this. But there are folks who have come that say, "Oh, you know, I got to wait till payday," or "Oh, right now I can't do this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet the hell out of it and all that." However, look, we understand and we appreciate you. However, you support us, and you all have come through in supporting us. So thank you, four weeks, uh, 31 days, a little bit more than four weeks, about four and a half weeks, 31 days to go on this Kickstarter. We have kicked it out of the park and we're gonna keep doing that. I cannot wait to see all of the amazing things we get to uh, do for y'all. Okay, well, <laughs> somehow we're now supposed to do a recap of what happened last week amidst all the excitement because we are gonna play at least a little bit tonight because y'all, we gotta get Bertrand back on screen. I'll do the recap. I'll oh. do the recap today to save us. I'll do the recap. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what a so, good bean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so me, um, Akemba, and Koza, we all went to, uh, well, we went to go check out the docks while two of our crewmates were getting help at the hospital. Um, Sala919 <laughs> wakes up uh, and she didn't feel quite comfortable because um, uh, Silent 919 has a lot of things going on, uh, despite the injuries that happened uh, from the explosion. Uh, Invicta also woke up at that time, uh, wondering where the rest of the crew was, and um, also saw that TV was there, and uh, there was uh, a little interaction between that. Um, let's see. We uh, meet Shoga, and uh, also another Misajai, I believe and uh, kind of like a beach bummy kind of, you know, surfer vibe. Um, said that he saw um, some creatures uh, exit the, the craft that we were investigating earlier. And then Torch gives us a call through Silent 919 and communicates, uh, we communicate uh, what has happened to Torch. They said that they're gonna assist us. And uh, Invicta also, uh, has an idea to assist uh, Silent 919 with Tiwi 
and I think we're trying to meet up with whatever torch um, intercept is coming out to see us from that point, if that's all correct. That all sounded right. Uh, although I, I will say, uh, whatever torch intercept, he will be, he will be crushed that he was so quickly I'm sorry. forgotten. <laughs> These are notes, you know, I'm just trying to put the notes. <laughs> that was the last thing we did and I was excited. I know. You know? <laughs> Oh, oh, so it was your excitement and enthusiasm. Oh, he'll love that then. He'll yeah. love that. Uh, very good. Anything else? That, I mean, it was thorough. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, anyone want to add anything to that to that lovely recap? Y'all, not all at once. They can't. Uh, it's a Zoom Akimba, call. They can't. Akimba was still just in, in, enthralled about the Gush Puppies. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, in real life, got to see the Gush Puppies made. <laughs> Literally as, like, while well, the Kickstarter started. So excitement is real. Yes. Gush puppies. That's all I'm saying. Amazing. Gush pup. How much? How much of that bucket you got left, Ikemba? This is a Kemba we're talking about. Did you expect well, much of that bucket to last? No, that's why I asked. Though I, the really question is really, is there anything in the bucket left? Yeah, there's a little bit. Okay, because he wants to okay. save some. But well, that's right. I mean, that's the balance, most of, right? Like, most of it's gone. So like, <laughs> expect no more than forty percent of what was originally there is there. Well. Like, and they're going to eventually make more. So, you know, it's not like that's the last supply of it. We should start playing this game. So. <laughs> that's probably though. That's oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Silent 919. So, Invicta and Siler are in the hospital together. And it was, so in my head, what I saw was a scene where we come in and it was like the Lieutenant dancing in Forrest Gump where he's like ice cream, but I didn't end up doing that. And we ended up oh. having this moment where everything went kind of like, I don't know, Sila, Sila went off the rails a little bit. And we learned that an apple a day really does keep the doctor away. But Sila took that literally. So she held out the apple to keep the doctor away, away, away. And also, Kosa had cake. And yeah, Sila doesn't eat cake, but it was offered. It was. Yes, it was. And Bertrand's back. And Bertrand's back. That is where, yes, Stop that exact it. reaction Stop is what it. I am oh, so see. excited for. So but that is where don't. we are going to jump into our session tonight, uh, where you all have just heard a, a un, an unmistakable, well, for most of you, an unmistakable trumpeting coming from outside of the now combined uh, hospital room for Akemba and Sila 919. Uh, and moments later, thrilled to pieces, uh, trailed. <laughs> somewhat concernedly by Asalje and Yaktur, uh, who have sort of like, who had, you know, been dealing with logistics or whatever, and uh, they come following him. And is Bertrand, our, our Hatharayan engineer, uh, big elephantine uh, man, no tusks, we talked about that last time, who has been away. You all were told that he had been recalled to Hatharay uh, after sort of the mess, uh, the aftermath of the mess that happened out there with the Hapalox. Uh, and he bursts in and immediately beelines to Ikemba and Ailai, because you two are not, uh, you know, in hospital beds. And he just arms wide and <laughs> to his credit, he does ask. He's a little close before he remembers he should. Uh, so he's like, Yay here, and with arms outstretched, may, may I hug you? To Akemba and Eli. Yes, yes. 
<laughs> and just Good to see giant lifting. I mean, you know, <laughs> all full sized grown, but you know, a little bit of a little lift and just quite uh, tight. And then he puts you two down and he finally seems to take in uh, Invicta and Silent 919, you know, injured in hospital beds. And he lets a he lets out a concerned and rushes over uh, and just starts peppering you all with, are you okay? Is there anything I can, are they treating you well? Should I get the doctor? I, I've missed you all, so how are you? Hi, Bertrand. I Invicta. Wait a minute. And looks over at <laughs> looks over at Eli and Akemba. And and it's not that he didn't notice Koza before, but there was a group of people. And now you watch him count the five of you and get to Koza and get to five and go. There are more of you now. And just look thrilled. More friends for Bertrand. He is thrilled. They they make other high and all beside me. Yes, and now there's there are there's more and then another. Hello, I'm so sorry. My name is Bertrand. A pleasure to meet you. Hi, I'm New Bertrand. You are not New Bertrand. That's what you said. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, Bertrand is not Doctor, <laughs> there it is. Can I walk? There's, there's something so working out, Bertrand. <laughs> Uh, new team cohesion, that, that, that is. Yes, I'm thrilled, but I'm glad I'm back. Things on Hathoray were, uh, well, I, uh, let's just say I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, we're very glad that you're here as well. Um, so you were, you were sent to check up on us? Uh, well, I suppose you could say that, but uh, really, I, I think I was dispatched to uh, assist you in bringing what remains of the crashed ship back to headquarters. And also, uh, I don't think I'll be leaving again. Uh, Captain Rafia has... Oh. And he sort of looks around. So, sorry, not unsure if she's listening. Uh, Major Rafia has uh, made my position as liaison to Torch from Hathoray official. I'm grateful because it was that or have to stay on my home world, which I don't, well, it, anyway. So I'm back for good, I think. So everything's okay back from Hathoray? I will talk about it later then. Ah, uh, yeah, that, yes. Uh, you always know just what to say, I lie. Admiral Silent 919 sits straight up in the bed and turns her head to Bertrand. What do you call a Hotharayan on a ship? Uh, I suppose that depends entirely upon their rank and position in society. A passenger. <laughs> and she lays back down. Is she all right? Um, it's uh no, no, she oh. is not all right. Oh, uh, well, should we call the doctor back in? Um, yes, I believe so. <laughs> quite, 
I think we're also trying to investigate um, what's going on on our end as well. Oh, oh, oh. Major Rafia told me to assist you in whatever you needed. Uh, does this mean we're not heading straight back to headquarters? And he looks so excited. No. Um, uh, we should take care of things here first before we mm. head back. Just thrilled. Just thrilled to go on another adventure with you all. At least that's how he sees it. Bertrand, this is a hospital. You can't be as loud as you normally oh, are. Oh, oh, I'm... Uh, I shouldn't... Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, and he t- <laughs> he takes a hold of sort of the end of his trunk, and he's not like you know, but but he sort of like just holds it, just just to remind him. He sort of tucks it up and like holds it close so he doesn't trump it again. Um, the doctors finally, uh, he, you know, having heard Invicta calling for them uh, in that moment, uh, both both Invicta's doctor and uh, and Silent Nine One Nines. Uh, come in, and the first thing they say is that uh, the $100,000 stretch goal for our Kickstarter is pins. I get to finally say aloud, so I wanted to announce to you all, and Bertrand is the one My who told immersion. you, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Bertrand is fourth, fourth, yeah, dimensions, like, what's in the camera? Look, if any, of, if any of my NPCs for this series are going to traverse the planes, it's going to be Bertrand. Uh. <laughs> and uh, also, just so people know, the pins is based on the character art that you see under us, which is done by Pleasantly Twisted. Yeah. So. Wait. Wait, is it all the characters are pins? Pin of me? How many yes. different pins are what? there? Oh, hell Six. yeah. Ooh. And maybe, cry. maybe, maybe we'll see if we can get her to design a Bertrand pin. Ooh. All right, well, there you go. Uh, and but then Bertrand more money. Money. on the Kickstarter because yeah, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. having a pin of myself. <laughs> all right. Um, then Bertrand's, uh, sorry, then the doctors say, oh, right, it was the doctors that said, look, I already lost track of uh, All right. Then the doctors uh, sort of come over to you and, and check on your vitals and do all the things. And your doctor Invicta says, um, uh, if, uh, is everything all right? Is the pain manageable? Uh, what? Uh, when can I is... walk? Oh, uh, you should actually be ready to uh, put weight uh, on the cast now. It, it, it will be stiff uh, and you'll have to get used to it, but it, it should be able to take weight by now. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Question. No, I was like, I was going to do something incredibly ridiculous, but no. Oh. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> no, I, mm-hmm. I see you gearing up. I see you. Well, I know, right? All right, what's yours, Kosa? How big is the, like, the bone knitting machine that was around her leg before? Uh, it's still there. So it's sort of, if you think it's a little bit like an air cast, right? Or a mm. walking boot. It's, it's sort of like that. It's maybe a little bulkier than that because it does have tech in it, but but it is designed to, to be worn, you know, for a while so that you can be mobile on it while the bone finishes knitting. Oh. Yeah. Uh, then Koza's going to just raise her hand to the doctor and say, can we have an extra of that in case it gets <laughs> broken while we're working? Um, the doctor almost looks like he's gonna, he- or she's gonna hesitate, and then she remembers the torch is paying for everything, so she's like, sure. <laughs> I'll hold it. Uh, yeah, so she'll, I mean, she'll, uh, so she brings one out, and she begins to try to, like, 
explain it to you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. And there's listening. this sort of like, oh, okay, but but I want to make sure that you, okay, okay. Uh-huh. I grab it and I just immediately crack it open. Like, okay, this is good. <laughs> uh, she turns back to you, Invicta, and just says, um, "Do you remember that 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 patient consent is always important?" Uh, and just sort of side eye and Kozan, just like concerned oh, no. for your future safety. So if it's not your machine, it's going to be him. And I pointed at Kemba. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, the, the doctor just no. sort of uh, nods. Um, He's the bio priest. Sila 919, your doctor uh, comes over and checks and, and asks you a similar series of questions. You know, how are you feeling? How are, how, but you know, modified for you, how is your cognition? How are your, uh, you know, your, your basic cognition circuits? Are they feeling, you know, uncorrupted? How you doing? No one ever asked me that. Uh, the doctor pauses for a minute and then sort of nods as if like deciding something uh, and says to you uh, sort of a little more gently, suddenly the bedside manner has sort of kicked in. Um, and and so this physician says them, well, I'm asking now, how are you? And Sila, who has had these emotions installed mm-hmm. during the course of the time away and has not really used them mm-hmm. kind of fills her what some people would describe as like a pressure in their chest mm. she just kind of opens her chest a little bit because she just needs it feels like it needs air oh. to kind of circulate through it and she says This was my first mission, not this one. Second, 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 first, source for this has been my first time away. And I've had my hair pulled out. I've been in an explosion. I've walked on moons. And everyone just keeps going. No one takes time. Even my program needs refreshing. The, um, your physician sort of looks around and uh, she confers with Invicta's doctor for a moment um, and sort of turns to the rest of you, to Koza and and Bertrand and Eli and Akemba and says, um, your friends are ready to be discharged. your companion Invicta uh, is is cleared to leave, and she sort of checks in with Invicta's doctor, who nods uh, and says, "Discharge materials uh, will be uh, provided for you at the entrance. If you all don't mind giving me a moment with my patient before she joins you, uh, just a patient physician moment, if if that is amenable to to you and to you, Sila nine one nine." Yes, privacy would be most most important to me at this moment. Oh, so you want me to leave? 
I actually, okay. uh, so you're discharged and, and everyone, she's, she's not just shooing you out Invictus, she's sort of okay. shooing everyone out, oh. including, including your doctor actually. So she's really okay. clearing the room. Yeah, 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 okay. not just I you. wasn't sure if I was still like laid up. No, so your doctor is over and can sort of help you to get up and, and sort of do that process. Uh, and we will take a moment for that. But this doctor is basically just, you know, clearing the room to have a moment with Silas. So your doctor comes over and Victor and sort of helps you up and it is a, it is a weird sensation. It is that sort of pins and needles that we talked about last week, but mm -hmm. there's also this, it is like a part of your brain is aware that your leg hurts, but the part that actually processes hurt and pain isn't quite getting the message. Okay. It's very odd. Uh, and it is stiff and it is a little awkward, but you can get around uh, for sure. And it, it okay. holds your weight, you know, it is, it's, it's well supported and all that. It's just, it's a little strange. And your doctor tells you, you know, it'll be, uh, they'll, it will alert you when it is safe to take off, but it'll probably be two or three days, you know, if you are good to it uh, okay. and stay off it as much as is reasonably possible, she says. Cool. Uh Unintentionally, Koza is just lost in the sauce of like playing, <laughs> playing with her new like cool cast thing. So she yes. did miss the like the ask. Absolutely, so absolutely. And Bertrand, I think, is going to notice that and just sort of, uh, you know, shuffle you off with the rest of the crew as he begins to take his leave. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's just Sila nine one nine and her physician in there and. Uh, the physician sort of takes a seat next to your bed, Sila, and says, um, you are coming along, uh, your, your recovery is coming along nicely. We are still not entirely sure of the codes that you received that caused the corruption, but we are purging, your systems are purging it. May I speak frankly with you, Sila919? Is your name Frank? <laughs> Coping mechanism. That's very, that's very good, actually. The, the last bit, the recognition of the behavior. I, there is a program uh, that I, I have no doubt Torch has access to a few qualified individuals who, who can run this, uh, this service. But there is a, a series of programs uh, called the Emotional Acclimation Service. It's, it's a chance for you to acclimate to your new emotional circuits by experiencing them in a safe place and talking with someone. Someone, another Monsagene who is, has expertise in these sorts of adjustments. It's not overly common for Monsagani to need the service, but it's certainly not rare. And it is certainly no sign of uh, corruption in and of itself or uh, defect, but merely we all react to our emotional circuits differently. And I, I think perhaps you might benefit from such a program. But what do I do now? Right now, 
I will be. And as as she talks, you you can see more and more of the sort of uh, physician programming stripping away, and and a different sort of personality uh, uh, circuits sort of coming online. This is probably more the the private face, uh, as it were, of this Monsagene. And she says, "I I did not. Uh, I acclimated very quickly to my emotional circuits, and one of my partners uh, didn't." So I've seen the other side of it, but haven't experienced it myself. I can tell you what helped them, which was finding time each day to sit with the circuits and allow them uh, full run of the programming in a place that you feel secure. The other thing that I found helpful with them was just listening. Perhaps one of your companions is a, a good match for you to talk to until Torch is able to provide you an emotional acclimation service professional. I wouldn't want to be a burden. A, a small, tiny smile, as uh, the Mansagene says, um, you sound very much like my partner. And so I, I recognize that my saying this to you may not be fully convincing, but it is the best as your medical practitioner that I can do. I don't believe your companions would find it burdensome. Thank you. She thinks for a minute and then she passes you some uh, communications data, her personal communications data. And she says, um, there's also something to be said for speaking with someone who is a little closer to your situation. Reach out if you need and update me. You are a unique Monsagene. Silent 919, and I am Admiral. surprisingly invested. Sorry? It, it's Admiral Silent 919. I, I'm happy to, but I have, and she holds up your chart. I have to tell you the intake form from, to what, you know, incorrect. Admiral is incorrect. Absolutely. Admiral Silent 919. Would, do you mind giving me a moment to myself before I rejoin my companions? Of course. Take all the time that you need. Thank you. And she will leave the room and lead you to your thoughts. Is there anything that we should see or would you like to, to move to outside room, to the outside room? Uh, Sila is, waits for the, the door to close and she takes a minute, like as she's feeling herself come back online, she just takes a minute to be alone and to feel everything without any eyes on her, without she just like the oil starts coming out of the side of her eyes and she just takes a minute to actually like feel everything that she can and then she lets herself and goes back out all right and when you go out uh you find your companions there you know signing 
discharge forms. Uh, there is a, another tech who's there, you know, walking Invicta through, uh, you know, should should the device need to be on any longer than two or three days? Here's some, you know, basic maintenance for it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the rest of you see uh, si uh, Silo 919 come out of the room. Uh, the doctor comes out first, uh, lets you all know that she'll be out in a minute and Sila comes out and joins you. And so now, wow, the crew has expanded. So it's the five of you, Bertrand, uh, Asalje and Yaktur are both there. Uh, and so is Shoga, uh, cause he sort of wasn't clear on what you all wanted from him after all that. So the whole, the whole gang, the whole gang's here uh, and you all are, are discharged and free to go. So where are you going? Well, I mean, Invicta's like in this weird walking cast. Can, could I safely go with everyone or should I like go back to whatever quarters or with like, where should I go? Cause I'm like one leg in a cast at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you definitely could. So it's, it's, you do have full range of motion with it. It's sort of an amazing device, right? You have maybe not full range of motion because it's clunky and awkward, but you do have full range of motion. It's just very awkward. So it's sort of up to you, I think. Uh, and that is up to Invicta and also up to Tanya because it's been a big day. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you could go up. Uh, obviously there are risks of, you know, climbing a volcano with a freshly broken and set leg. Uh, but also, you know, I don't know, maybe that's part of the job for Invicta. It's it's entirely up to you. It is possible for you to go up if you so choose. Um, considering they told me I should probably stay off it for two to three days, but Invicta really doesn't want to be left behind. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, is there any kind of mobility device she could use or like jet powered or fusion powered wheelchair she could use or something. I could add jets like, to this one. No. <laughs> now that's funny. Um, yeah, they definitely, they, they, yes. The answer is yes. Um, and I will, so, so this is actually good. Uh, let me answer that as I take a step back because I realize that I have skipped ahead to something that we talked about off the air last week but I don't think the audience knows, uh, which is that I spoke to you all after the episode last week uh, and asked what you all wanted to investigate next, whether you wanted to go after the whatever it was that came out of that ship and went to the volcano or to the ocean, and you all said the volcano. So I am assuming that that the next order of business is generally to go, to go searching for this thing on the volcano. Um, so yes, absolutely there are devices, there are several different sort of designs of devices, mobility devices for you. Um, and they are all uh, they're all sort of designed for um, different sort of, uh, what's the word I'm, uh, y'all, my brain is melting today. Terrain. terrain. Thank you. Yes. Terrain. <laughs> they're designed for various different terrains. Uh, and, you know, a couple of them are multi-terrain. The the only concern uh, that, that Shoga actually brings up is that there isn't really a, a path, a trail, a, a clear trail up the volcano. And your doctor, Invicta, comes out just so very proud of herself uh, and shows off these sort of prototype all-terrain mobility assist uh, devices. Um, and they basically attach to one of the, uh, one of the sort of, I'm gonna say hover chairs, but that even is a little a little cheesier than really what it is. It's sort of this, uh, oh, it's a 
hover chair, whatever. But these attach to it to give it a little more lift to allow it to pass over more difficult terrains. Uh, so yeah, you could absolutely, uh, you know, and like I said, Torch is paying, so they'll provide whatever you need. So there are things, you know, they obviously haven't been tested going up this volcano because no one really goes up the volcano anymore. Uh, but in theory, it's, you know, yes, Vatoa is an accessible place, generally speaking. <laughs> Okay, after some dinner and some rest, we're, we're taking a walk of these things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the other thing is, you know, uh, Rafia knows sort of is, is now knows what's going on. So you all absolutely can don't have to go up the mountain today, this very second, right? If we're trying to go someplace, I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, Akamba is not going to be sad if we go back to the docks because that's where we got some good food if if uh victor's trying to get some food so i mean i mean yeah all right so uh you all can you all can show you you three koza and ilai and, and akemba can show off uh can show off the wonders of mandira's culinary opportunities uh to the rest of your friends you can head back to that place uh, that sort of buffet-y type place where you got the gush puppies and everything else. Uh, you can have a delightful dinner that, uh, you know, lasts long into the night as the celebrations, because it is a celebration. Bertrand's back, y'all got injured, but you're on the mend. I think it's a happy time. Other than the mosquitoes, like good times, but always in tropical places. Just I mean, by a and, mosquito and, or you know, two, you know. And even even millennia experience. in the future, yeah. Mosquitoes, man. Hey, they're On important. A different planet, mosquitoes. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, I love it. So, uh, and then, uh, you all can also have your quarter. Oh. Okay, I wasn't gonna play this out because I really want to get us climbing this volcano. But if you all are gonna spend the night, the wistful wish is here, by the way. Uh, if you all would like to spend the night in it, you can. But in that case, I need to know, uh, like, we need to see Kosa's first impression of this ship. Um, alternatively, obviously, Asalja and Yachtra would be happy to have you all over at Kusili at the research facility. Uh, there's, you know, there are barracks there and, and uh, places for you to stay there if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to sleep on a ship when you don't have to. It's, it's Kickstarter day. I mean, where are we staying? <laughs> wow. Koza for sure started walking back to the ship. Because that's uh -huh. where all of her oh, stuff yeah. is. <laughs> feel free to redirect her at any point. Oh, to your, that's right, to your to your transport. I forgot all about that little thing. Yeah. <laughs> where are we going? Why is no one following me? We're um, going to the ship. Mm -hmm. Yes, that way. No, our real ship. Uh, which also happens to be that way. And as you all sort of turn the corner out to see the beach again, there is, the bubble is still there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the your little, your transport is on the other side of the bubble and the bubble has been turned opaque, so you can't see it. But on the near side of the bubble is the unmistakably gargantuan form of the wistful wish. Uh, your, your ship from all those weeks ago, I guess, in the timeline of the of the world. Um, and there she is in all her oversized glory. It's so big. Oh, Can't yes, well. the inside. Uh, hey, don't, don't worry, it's not bigger on the inside. It's about oh. about equally as big. Okay, Can it's I get smaller a on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Can I don't get a Koza specific description? Like, what would she see as far as, like, how 
advanced is it? Like how up to date, how well kept is it? Uh, well kept quite, although you probably of anyone, well, everyone probably notices them because everyone else was there, but you would probably notice where repairs have been made fairly recently, uh, but they were made well uh, and it is very well maintained. Um, that said, it is an older model. Uh, Bertrand's been flying the Wistful Wish for a while. So it's definitely an older model uh, that has been that has been maintained very well and, and upgraded as far as, you know, ships of this generation really can be. Um, I think like in lieu of saying anything specific, she just gives Bertrand like a nod and mm -hmm. you see like a little flicker uh, as she gets closer to it of her like, like, like her spider climb as she like resists the urge to climb the outside of it to go inspect it more and goes inside first. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Bertrand, for what it's worth, if we were to zoom in on Bertrand with our little minds camera, he is clocking all of this and is delighted, but is is keeping to himself about it just for now. Uh, so yeah, you go in and it is this. Everything, Koza, is a little too... Mm. Oh, hi, no, a little too big. Even the seats, like you can see where Bertrand has put on in like the little booster seats or whatever they are that you all use in anticipation of seeing you again. But Koza, you are seeing for the first time that everything in here is obviously sized for this Hotharayan man who is with you. Um, Bertrand, you have a very nice ship. Oh, uh, well, th thank you. Welcome to the Wistful Wish. Uh, and he sort of gestures with like his arms and his ears uh, at his ship. Although it's a little weird because like you're already inside it. Like you're in a hallway, like a corridor somewhere heading to the bridge. And that's where he's like, well, I should be. I should introduce you to her. Uh <laughs> this is beautiful. Um how recently have you updated or at least done like some sort of diagnostic on the electrical system? I know this is an older ship, but judging from the repairs on the outside, I assume that you've been keeping everything up to code. And I'm not saying that in like a like narc kind of way, but just if you want me to take a look at it, I would be happy to, because everyone here likes you a bunch. Just frozen smile as, as he sort of takes all this in. And then he nods at you and looks at the rest of you all and goes, I like her. Okay, yes. Welcome, everybody. Let's get settled. Uh, and, you know, buttles you off to your buttle. That is a, I guess yeah. a buttle is a word. Yeah. He buttles for you all. He takes your bags and he does the things. Um, great. I love that. I also cannot wait. Uh, for Now, here's a question. Mm -hmm. Bertrand, Bertrand tells you that he will, uh, he will give you a tour. Um, but it does seem like, you know, it's pretty late at this point, uh, and it feels like everyone wants to go, you know, press on first thing in the morning. So he has offered to give you a tour, uh, you know, once you're back on the ship and heading back to HQ. So my question for you, Koza, is, um, <laughs> do you wait? <laughs> um, okay. So I have a very tenuous understanding of what, once you say I can have a tour, I think self-guided is super valid. However, I'm very, very busy because I have to fix, um, sorry, I mean, I mean fix this device and I'm gonna focus on that. But uh, I think the first thing she does is like pop out the shattered lens and gets that up to speed. But during all of this, she just sends Tiwi out 
I don't have to, I can do a tour. Oh, yeah. Tubi can do it. And I just put yeah. it in the wall. I'm like, okay, that's a tour. Absolutely. Yeah, by morning, you'll have like full ship schematics. You'll have a dang part list. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Tiwi. <laughs> I just want a priority risk, uh, like list of what I can like low key upgrade uh-huh. on the whistle. Uh-huh. Which of course Tiwi would know, yeah. uh, you know, what you are, you know, what you're capable of and what you have access to. So that's great. I love that. All right. So TV's going to work on that through the night. Uh, is there anything else we should know about this evening uh, before we press on to, to the next day? Um, Invicta, gotcha. depending on where she is in relation to everyone else, mm-hmm. um, she A, wants to check on Sila if, if mm-hmm. she has a chance, and B, kind of wants to, you know, see Ikemba and, uh, and Ilai. Yeah. Um, Before or I mean, after dinner. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's plenty, there's ample opportunity once you all are settled back in your in your quarters on the Wish. So if we want to do another little, you know, um, cabin party uh, montagelet, uh, that that seems good to me. Uh, where Who do you want to start with, Invicta? Uh, Ilai and Ikemba or, or uh, Sila919? Um, Ilai and Ikemba. Okay. Yeah, so let's have that. Uh, let's have that conversation briefly, and then I'll check in with uh, the other two. Before we do that, though, Sila, did you have something that, or do you want to just tack it on when we get back? You good? Oh, I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that I've made sandwiches available. Aha! Uh-huh. They are sitting yes. on the table. However, there have been some issues, and I did actually cut the crust off of your sandwiches. <sighs> However, some of the sandwiches are not correct and the cucumber has been mixed with the peanut butter and the tuna fish sandwich is mixed with the egg salad sandwich, but it's actually really convenient because you get the best of both worlds and it also works as an anti-gravity sandwich. So I think that I've covered all of my bases. Oh, oh, I love that. All right, y'all chow down on your anti-grav sandwiches mm-hmm. and Victor comes, comes a calling. My sad little, like, I'm still in a gravity boot or whatever it you, is. You definitely can hear her coming, too. You know, like, clunk, step, clunk, step. Because, you know, also, right, like, padded uh, shoes that are, uh, you know, whatever. And then also, pat- so, yeah, just saying words. You gotta have a you gravity sandwich with your gravity boot, you know? No. Oh. Um, I, I knock. Invict or oh my god, I almost called you Invicta. Ikemba, Ikemba, I lie. Sure. Yeah, yes. I know how I feel. <laughs> Can I come in? Sure. I struggle bus into the room and I just kind of flop on whichever bed I see first because this is the struggle. And I'm just thinking about when I really sprained an ankle and had a walking cast. It was not a fun time. So, so oh, no, you first. Sorry, I couldn't do more to listen your wait done. I tried. I appreciate it. It's it's weird. This this I can feel this thing working. It's it's strange. But it's still better than if we were not around torch, because then it would uh Sorry, I wasn't sure if that was me. 
Um, I wasn't either. I was like, who should we be concerned about? <laughs> Kosa's fixing something on the ship. That's what's happening. Oh, ah, great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have the window open. Sorry, y'all. I was just like, oh, God, what's happening? Um, it's just, you know, if we weren't around Torch technology, I'd be later for weeks. So. It's a very valid point. Mm. So, what did you two. What did all of you actually go do while Sila and I were laid up in our room? Um, we, well, we knew that the hospital staff was, you, you, and um, Sila 919 were in good hands, so we decided to um, see what was around, maybe investigate the area, or, um, but at, at the same time, we also saw the docks and uh, decided that we can get some nourishment before uh, you folks woke up. Mm. <sighs> well, did you learn anything at least? Um, well, the uh, person who saw some... We did, and, and the person who uh, who we had at the hospital with us said that they saw some creatures leave the object we were investigating. Uh, one of these creatures, he said, went into the water and another creature, he said, went to the volcano. Hmm. Uh, that's why we're going to the volcano. Okay. All right. Yes. So it's quite interesting that, uh, on the beach so multiple asteroids not sure to call it but they saw multiple things coming from the sky so that does give us something to go focus on mm. hmm. well hopefully what the doctor sent with us will let me go with you and not make my life worse Agreed. How was the overall treatment at the hospital for you in Silo 919? Fine. I think I was mostly kind of drugged up because breaking a leg really hurts. And uh, sure. I think I think I was a little incautious in moving and uh, it, I was able to hit a button and get the really good stuff and then I was out. But when I was awake, Sila concerned me, so I was going to check on her next. Oh. In what way? I think the... Whatever the ship did to her did far more damage than we realize. I get that feeling. I look forward to her being in a much better state. What? Same. She doesn't I mean, seem to be herself fully. And what happened inside there? I we were we couldn't see what was going on inside. We just knew that many things were happening inside. The ship grabbed her and pulled her in and while that timer that was clearly a self-destruct was going, it interfaced with her in some way. I had to rip her from the ship. That might be a bit of concern. 
it's a lot of concern. Um, should we all go see how Sila 919 is doing? Yes, I think that would be good. I agree. Okay. And off you trapes to go check on uh, Silo 919, which we will do after a brief break because somehow we've already been at this for an hour. It's probably because we just screamed about the Kickstarter for 20 e. solid minutes. It was um, worth it. <laughs> no, right, worth right. it. Oh, worth. don't get it twisted. I'm not mad about anything that has happened today. <laughs> uh, we are going to take a brief break, though, because we all do need uh, a bio and a water and a whatever else we need. Get up and stretch, and you all should take it, too. We're going to keep it as close to five as we can because we got plenty left. So don't go anywhere. Well, I mean, go and then come back. Uh, and we'll <laughs> see you all shortly. Thanks. Hey, welcome back. We are back. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out. We left our friends as uh, Invicta and Sila, uh, sorry, Invicta and Ikemba and Eli were heading to check on Sila 919 and have a chat. Uh, before they arrive, while those three are still having their chat though, we want to pop in on uh, Sila to see what's going on. So Sila, we, we, uh, we pop into your quarters and what are you up to? Ella currently has the speakerphone on in her room, and she is saying, speak with operator. Speak with operator. You would like to see operation options. Would speak. you like up? Would you like to see speak. options? For would you like to? You have speak. requested. An operator. Yes. Your mm. wait time will be, and then there's a click, uh, and mercifully someone picks up the phone, uh, and uh, and uh, <laughs> the things you do to me. Uh, someone picks up the phone and uh, says, uh, seems seems somewhat uh, unused to actually having to speak on the phone. And says, uh. Oh, um, <clears throat> hello. Thank you so much for reaching out today. What can I do to assist you, Sila919? Admiral Sila919. I will update your personal profile immediately to reflect this change. I would like to find an emotional support group within network for Montagene. Oh. <clears throat> Would you like to hang up and call back and use our automated system? There's a little bit of hopefulness in this person's voice. No, I would like to schedule an appointment. What is the point of having this amazing healthcare system if we don't actually get to use it? I have been on this phone for an exceptionally long amount of time and I have other things that I could, you know what? This is not your fault. You are only doing oh. your job. And of you have course. no control over the wait times that we have or the things that we have to deal with. And I apologize for coming at you in such a harsh manner. I did not mean to take my bad day out on you. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, th uh, thanks. And yes, I can absolutely get that scheduled for you right away. Oh, I mean, um, and you can hear clicking in the background. Absolutely, valued customer. I'll handle that for you as quickly as I can. 
Thank you very much. I would like to have the earliest possible appointment. And she hears like the feet coming down the hall and just like takes it off speaker and is like, if you could, um, um, I, I have multiple communication systems and I'm sure they're all in your computer. I am a, I basically am a computer. Just send it to me. Thank you. Bye. Of course. But uh, and a few moments later, for what it's worth, efficiency, uh, a little, you know, calendar request comes through uh, to schedule your first session. Add to calendar. Adding. Calendar updated. Apparently we have talking machines now. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Other than Monsagate, this was a bad joke. Uh, so your three companions uh, are at your door and hopefully knocking to end my talking. <laughs> Sila like turns to the mirror and then just kind of like looks at herself like, what are you, your face never changes. And she goes and positions herself against the wall it it's open uh i guess i will open it i i go in after ally has opened it and i'm just looking at sila what are you doing uh just hanging out um you know just normal um is it, you know, you know, when people come into your room, what, what, no. what can I do for you? We're concerned about you. And I've moved forward, so poor Kim is not stuck in the hallway. And once she moves, I, I, I walk in behind her. I'm like, where can I sit down? Oh, everyone is coming in. Okay. Yes. We're concerned about you, Sila. What is this? It's called friends checking on you, Sila. No, it seems like everyone is coming into my space to attack me and I don't think that's okay. I, I just point at my leg. I'm like, who am I attacking like this? Kim was like offended, like, why would we attack you? And I, I like position myself away, like, so I'm not seeming like I'm walking up forward as well. I'm sorry, that was not polite. I, what would you like to talk about? I, I just look at the others and go. Um, well, concerned um that well it seems that you i'm gathering that there might be things going on and i don't know if this was before the incident at the beach or after has been working through some things and processing. <laughs> Those, that thing, you've Pro been processing. doing 
that a lot. You get it because you have to process and software processes. Uh -huh. Um, that's where I think we're a little bit concerned is there isn't a time where you're uncomfortable that you have not made a joke and sat still. And that worries me. I don't know about the others. Humor is important in most situations. It alleviates stress and also allows people to bond. That's correct. But, you know, uh, there's a saying that, uh, well, too much of anything sometimes symbolizes things. And if that's your response every time, is a bit concerning. Anybody ever tell you that too much confrontation might be a thing? <laughs> Sila? Hmm? I downloaded passive aggressive software as well. Please delete that immediately. You delete it immediately. I just throw up my hands and like flop back in my chair and look at Akemba and Ilai. Akemba just kind of steps up and says, It's not about passive aggressiveness. It's more that you don't seem yourself and we are concerned. I would like nothing more than to you to be, for you to be more of you that we know. You are now doesn't seem to be the you that we understand. Or like. That's neither here nor there, but it's more we want you to be you. Who am I if I'm not who I'm programmed to be? You are who you decide to be. You decided to be a friend who would make sandwiches for her crew. You decided that you were Admiral Silent 919. You decided that cheese was a good idea to give to your friends. You are kind. And you make jokes occasionally, but the jokes you're making now don't seem to be the you that we know. All we want is for you to be yourself again. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go back to the person we knew, but the thing that Akimba is speaking into is with just noticing patterns that seem consistent and not um I guess the word could be um, uh, dynamic. There's something that's not as, I guess, dynamic that we're used to, and that's what's concerning. Joining you on the Wistful Wish was the first time that I left home. It was the first time that I had to learn new software, that I had to have new experiences and meet new people who weren't like me, who 
didn't look like me, who didn't process like me. But everyone welcomed me and I appreciate that. And that's why I got feelings. That's why I got that fixed so that I could be with you, so that I could bond with you. It's a lot and we've been through a lot and I don't know if I ever get to go home because every time something happens, something bigger happens and then this adventure turns into this tragedy or it never stops. It's just one constant trauma after the next and then we just keep going and no one gets a chance to process or stop or face it everybody just has to keep going and going and go and here we are and then what do you do i don't want to feel all of that what was the point of getting these if i have to deal with that well i think something that i don't know if this was given to you when you decide to implement this within yourself, within the software, but these feelings normally aren't navigated by oneself. And if it is, it, it takes a lot of experience and patience and learning. It's not something that everyone handles the best by oneself. In fact, um, when dealing with many mercurial emotions, um, one seeks out others. And I think that's why we we know this. I mean, I know this, navigating emotions. And it seemed that whatever that was happening with you, it let my emotions know that um, something was going on. And that's why we we've come to your quarters today. Emotions are meant to be navigated together. I've never had friends. This is what it's like. I'm grateful you're mine. As am I. Thank you, all of you. Does this feel like a, a scene close? Is there more? It's not a rush. I just want to feel it out with y'all. <clears throat> I think allies said what they've wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. So with that, um, you know, maybe a little more chit chat as you all head back to your places, uh, to your to your quarters. Uh, Bertrand has had a long day of, you know, interplanetary travel. So he's, you can hear him snoring off at the end. Uh, Koza, are you getting any sleep tonight uh, before we close out this day? No, I uh -huh. want to build a thing, please. Uh -huh, there it is. <laughs> Great. What you working on, Koza? Um, so I, I know Koza knows what Invicta said, mm -hmm. but if I make something cool enough, 
she Maybe. cannot deny me. So mm-hmm. I would like to break this food apart yep. <laughs> and create kind of like just some additional, but be- mm, I'm a pot, I think positively. <laughs> I'm so I would like to build in just like some really basic, like repeller, uh, like an anti-repeller tech one, because she keeps clomping oh. around the ship and I feel like she's doing it extra loud because she's annoyed by it. So if I can make her be able to walk softly if she wants to. I also oh, want to cool. make it so she doesn't have to fall off the mountain if she's trying to walk around. Cool. Yeah. So do I roll the build or do I just, am I just good at it and it's fine and we don't have to do dice? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Uh, it's just fine. I think, I think I know, no, I think I know how I want to handle it. But the problem is we, we talked briefly about this during the break and I think I'm about to change everything I told you. So apologies. Um, so, cause I, cause this is very cool. So, and, and you're a fixer. Uh, so I, I completely believe that you can manage this. So here's what I think that we'll do. Um, I am going to say that we can treat this, if you would like, as uh, an asset creation. And what we'll do is normally, so normally the way this works is you would spend a single plot point to create an asset for a scene. Mm -hmm. You could spend another plot point to allow another PC to use it. And you could spend another plot point to make it last till the end of session. Here's the little modification that I think we'll make, because it's still going to be expensive. I think if you want to spend two plot points on this, you can create this thing as you want to. It'll work for Invicta. And what we'll say is we will find a way to actually make it useful beyond just this session, because usually in Cortex anyway, uh, assets sort of end as the session ends. But we'll find a way to continue this, because I think it's a cool thing that you're making, and I just like need to sort of fiddle with some mechanics to make it work. Uh, but yeah, so we will, you and I can talk off air about like cool. turning this into a thing in the future. But if you want to make it now, uh, you can you can spend two plot points uh, and create it and let Invicta use it for the rest of the session, uh, and that'll be at a uh, that'll be at a D six. And if you want to roll to make it a D eight asset, uh, you absolutely can. Wait, what do I roll to make it a D eight asset? I so you would come up with a pool, just yeah. like you were going to create it. If you it. want to come up with a pool, okay, great. All right, uh, oh, this please. is not where I thought we were going to move to rolls, but off we go because our producer is ready for anything. So uh, yeah. let's do some rolls. Are we ready? Here we go. I have way too much fun casting magic <laughs> to put us in the wormhole. It's a thing I really, I kind of wish I'd discovered last season. Um, all right, so Koza, uh, toss me toss me a pool real quick about how you want to upgrade this existing tech uh, and yeah. make it even better than you than you already can, you know, sort of with one eye closed, you know what I mean? Sweet. Um, I'm going to fix her, but this is definitely, I'm taking that plot point for it because we've now Mm -hmm. reached like a weird pathology in her brain about like, this wasn't broken, but she sees her relationship with Invicta is broken and she's trying to repair it the way she knows how, Mm -hmm. instead of having a conversation like a normal high and all. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Um, Totally. I'm using fix because I snapped this thing in half in order to turn it into cool, cool scrap. Uh... Sure, I'll throw in my machines, no specialization. Um, this, what is this? I'm gonna call this duty because I think there's a sense. <laughs> duty. I did it too, got it, 12. <laughs> yeah, children! Because uh, I think this is part of this like weird obligation that she feels like she's going to lose sleep and her own ability to step down her injury die mm, in order yeah. to try to like preserve the group and make sure that the group is okay. 
Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, so that's my full pool. Great, that's a great pool. Um, did you mean to take the fixer distinction out of D4? Did I miss that while I was rolling up? Yes. Okay, yeah. great, great. Um, so I, I rolled it up. <laughs> for my end to set the difficulty. I rolled okay. double sixes on D6s, so it's a 12. Tight, 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 tight. Which tight. like, you can absolutely, like this pool, it's, you're gonna be fine. It's gonna be it's great. It's fine, we're gonna be fine. This is yeah, fine. It's absolutely. Been, oh, thank God for that nine. Oh yeah, look at that. No <laughs> hitches, you absolutely. Yeah, yes. step that, your effect die is a D actually. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so this new and improved mechanical cast uh, I mean, which, I could switch it to a 13 and make my effect die a D8. It's, yeah, I'm, uh, what I was hoping was that maybe we could switch out for the 10 effect die, because that would have made oh, it yeah. even better, but we're already bumping up to an eight for this, so yeah. Um, but uh, what I think this means, since it's at a D8 now, is that it does that, you know, it let it allows Invicta to walk more softly. It allows, you know, it makes it a little bit less awkward. And I think also, like, at a D8, like, it can do some cool shit. Right, Yay. like, and I don't know what that is yet, but I think we'll discover it soon. And Invicta, uh, assuming that she, uh, you know, consents to having this version of the thing put on her, uh, I love we'll have how this... good this role is, and she might just say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, worst case, she says no, and you got a toy, a D eight toy. Uh, all right, I love this. So, you have you have worked on this thing, you have it ready. Uh, you know, maybe you get in a little tiny a little tiny nap, and. Uh, and and then it's morning, and uh, you know you Shoga uh, still unclear what his role is in this whole volcano summit. Uh, agreed to meet you all, uh, you know, for breakfast in town. I, that's all. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so you all can can head to that meeting. Uh, he was just gonna you know give you what little he knows about the volcano, uh, and then see what you all expected of him. Um, before that we go can next I day go? yes yeah. exactly right so before you head off i assume this this little scene needs to happen yeah oh you know what while this scene happens we probably should let them see you clearly so maybe we should uh maybe we should i know i just shook my head at our producer <laughs> saying now we're not moving back to the full lobby it's fine and i was like no i want them to see your lovely faces so let's go wormhole here we go Okay, great. We're back. Uh, too much fun. So uh, yeah, so have have at it, you two. Ooh, no. You know what? She would, she wouldn't do this one on one. Uh, she has a, need, she needs a better chance for success. So she's gonna put you on blast to the full group. Oh, do you want to? Oh. Is there a role that we should? Should we go back? To, no, I'm kidding. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Roles might need to happen. <laughs> oh, you just okay. <laughs> okay, so so in that case, maybe uh, when the I mean, do you want everyone there? Like, is this when you all uh, gather to head back into Mandira for breakfast? Mm. Uh, I think Kozo would wait until everyone's kind of filtering together and be like, uh, "In Victor." Okay. Can great. I? Yeah. Can I talk to you about? Um. I know you said yes yesterday. You were like, no, not the other boot. But I stayed up for a very long time and I've, um, I made a very good thing. And I would like your permission to put the good thing on um, your foot boot. On top, it's, it's, it adds, it's not replace. It's good, you will like it. Good according to whose standard? Mine, and you will not meet someone with higher standards than me. 
on something like this? I've met Bartrand. Um, I don't know what you mean by that. What is it that you want? Why are you being nice to me? Um, well, you were walking in the hall when I was fixing my glasses and um, my legs and it was very loud. And I don't know if it was loud because you, I, um. So you're doing this for your convenience so I don't disturb you. No, it's, we are in a bad place, me and you. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. Um, okay, this feels like a trap because I know that was probably a rhetorical question. Are, are you saying that in character or out of character? In character. <laughs> I I too had that question. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, is, if okay. I may, I think Bertrand sort of uh, uh, sort of wandered, has not been there, has not heard any of this conversation, but is walking by, just sort of getting the ship ready to you know close down while you all do whatever you're doing. He spots uh, the the upgraded version that Koza has, and just huge eyes goes, wow. That's excellent work. And then walks on. Thank you. Thank you. Look, you don't like me. And I think that has more to do with how you feel about high and old in general than with me specifically. Really? But I'm not gonna let you almost get me killed because you don't like me. So please take this gift and let's be fine again. That would assume that I really care enough to lie to you. It's not about other high and all. It's about the way you've acted since we met you. And also, how do I know that thing's not going to turn into a rocket and just take me off into the middle of the ocean? Everything I've done for the group uh, has been with the group's best interest in mind. By comparison, you let me stay on the top of the ship and didn't warn me before it exploded. I was kind of running for my life and Silas. You said nothing. Words are free. And so is refusal. So you agree you're making a choice here. You could have just offered it to me, but it seems you still have a grudge to bear over that ship. I'm trying to confirm what was happening and I'm trying to find a way through it, but you're reveling in being in it. No, I'm not. I was planning to eat breakfast. Interesting. The upgrades attach and uh, she like holds it up and kind of flexes it forward at, uh, and like points vaguely towards like your boot at these three points, use it or don't. I don't know what to do anymore. Hmm. 
I'm going to try to enjoy this for as long as I get to be with you. You're all a very nice crew. Hmm. I'll have Barchand expect it. And if it passes his muster, I'll use it. I think Bertrand at that point uh, is is now locked up the ship and done whatever he needed to do and, and hears his name and says, oh, apologies, uh, I, I'm here. Was I need, oh, I'm, am I the last one? Oh, oh, hello everyone, good morning. Uh, uh, did you, anyone, was I needed for something? Yes, right on time, yeah, I believe so. Oh, excellent, I, uh, uh, What is it? Kosa? I, I use the other uh, device. <gasps> to create oh. some auxiliary equipment yes, for the I one Invicta is wearing. She doesn't oh. trust may, it. May. Oh. Of course, of course. Oh, oh. Yeah, there's like repeller tech. Um, it, it goes both ways. The dipolarity is the hard part. This is, yes, of course. Well, of course, but you bypassed it. I mean, this must've taken, uh, how long did you do it? All how? night. Well, no, I slept a little bit. Um, you did this in one night? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is. And Bertrand finally clocks something that you said earlier and very slowly looks up at Invicta. Yes, Bertrand. Um. um. <clears throat> Would you like me to have have a closer look in Vic Invicta? Mm. Yes. All, all, all right. I am. Um, and he sort of checks out a few things and 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 really very quickly, uh, but very confidently for how fast it was, just sort of says, um, it is it is impeccable work, Invicta. Uh, you should feel confident uh, in, in using the upgrades. Uh, but frankly, some of this would have taken me uh, a week or more to accomplish. Uh, and yet it is all, and he's sort of pointing things because he knows you, you know, you have, uh, at least a general knowledge of engineering. He saw what you what you did on the Wistful Wish all those weeks ago. Uh, and wow. he sort of points things out and says, you see here how how clean this, uh, the, sold the soldering is here on this attachment, and, you know, sort of back and forth with all of the. Um... Mm. Very well, I trust your judgment. Thank you, Bertrand. Oh. Uh, sort of looks around. Breakfast then. I have a yes. <laughs> Would anyone like an egg bite? What's an egg bite? I never turned down a treat from you, Silent Nine One Nine, and only once have I regretted it. <laughs> it's like an omelet, but it's just in a heart shape, and you can eat it in a bite, and uh. it's. I have some that are wrapped in bacon, if anyone wants some. Um, take one. Bertrand absolutely takes one for the record. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Pose is into it. I will take a non-bacon option, but I will take one. <laughs> well, I will take all the bacon I can if, if Akemba doesn't beat me to it. Akemba is mostly vegetarian, but he doesn't pass up bacon. So he's, he sees Invicta moving forward, so he's going to get some of it. But make sure that she has plenty. Thank you. Because bacon. As she's walking by, Kosa 
she grabs her hand and does like the smooth exchange and put like a small like lemon candy in a little wrapper. Aw. And just kind of keeps walking by and like handing out breakfast. Yes. I think that's the the shelf with orange juice shots. (laughs) I think that's the thing that makes Koza like start to tear up a little bit. Oh, okay. Wait, I have a, I have a question about the timing of this. So (laughs) are you handing these out like while you all are headed into Mandira, Silas? Is that sort of the idea? Are you doing this before you all leave the ship? Well, I wanted a portable breakfast that was easy for everyone to get on the way out the door in case nobody ate. Perfect. Uh, so, and yeah, also Sila has been eavesdropping because she can't help it. She just has really good hearing. I mean, of course. Uh, okay, so you all are, you know, as you all are heading out, uh, you're getting past these and feeling things and eating things, and uh, and you get, you know, you get sort of to to Mandira, and Shoga is there, uh, you know, at the place that you all said you'd meet him with a table and looking ready to, you know, empty. He'd look ready to order his breakfast, and he sees you all like popping egg bites in your mouth, and sort of goes. Whoa, uh, all right, but uh, I didn't know this was a second breakfast meeting. That's cool. Uh, I mean, I love a second breakfast. When did you have your first? No, no I mean, we're gonna have, cause we were gonna do like a breakfast meet, but but you all are already eating. It's cool, have a seat. Look, there's tabled place for every, just notices Bertrand. Almost ever, uh, hold, um, hi, uh, yo, uh, uh, hi, I'll get a, I'll get this set up for you, and sort of runs off before, before there are more questions about the difference between first and second breakfast. Um, and so you all can, uh, can gather around, uh, they put a couple of seats together for Bertrand, uh, you know, they're ready, and, uh, and there you all are, and so I guess, the first and most important order of business, once you all have ordered, is um, what y'all want from Shoga exactly? <laughs> I don't know who dude is, so I'm just very confused. He's right. the island island guide. He approached, listen, he approached <laughs> us. He gonna be the island guide. That's what he did. He came towards us. He got, we have he no did. business. We he are did. on our way. We're just like, whatever. He's like, oh, let me, uh, I'm like, okay, well, you know the island. We're the tourists. Here we go. Um, And uh, while we're while we're waiting on this breakfast, uh, Invicta's making a kind of a show of attaching the the. Mm. What exactly did Kosa make for her? Uh, So it's got repeller tech on it that like pushes and like attracts. Mm -hmm. So it'll cushion your footfalls, so it's a little less awkward to walk but it also has a tractor tech in case you need grip. Like, so you mm-hmm. don't feel like uncomfortable with your footing. Cause like we have that kind of like rolled, like rolled up uh, paw for feet. So like grip is a thing that you'll lose in a boot. Yeah. For what is worth Invicta, um, this is also sort of an improvement on the mobility aid that the hospital gave you it, purely in that it is significantly less sort of cumbersome. So this will, this will, among other things, it will serve the same purpose without making it quite so awkward for you. And if it's okay. a good one, I feel like you can juice the like repeller part and do hard kicks. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Look, she she reluctantly took this gift. We'll step up to that, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hmm, She's like, not bad. Um, 
hey, let's just start. Close his uh, ears like flatten a little bit. Like, um, yeah, so Shoga will, uh, he will <laughs> reluctantly, but eventually uh, agree to, to take y'all up there. Uh, for what it's worth, he knows where the trail, the like old trail up the volcano is. He's never been up there, uh, but he will happily, well, he will accompany you all uh, <laughs> up there because um, he wants to know, right? Like the, his whole thing is also sort of like, he's a treasure diver and saw some cool shit and like wants to know what it was. Like, so that's cool for him. But he also can tell you all a little bit about uh, about this volcano that, you know, it used to be, uh, there are old, Mandira, the, not the city as it is now, but the settlement is old, very, very old. And so there are myths and legends about this volcano, about a being. Uh, it's unclear if the being is the volcano or lives in the volcano or created the volcano. Something, oh, I've lost the name of it. Something called, I think it's Agar. Hang on. Gotta go check my DMs with B Dave. Uh <laughs> that makes oh. me nervous. That that right? like, I, I, that's a, I was fine. I said it's just it. now. cursed place. That's no, why I said it. Aegon is uh is the name uh of this some sort of being. It was never like worshipped, but it was sort of revered and respected. And there are these old stories about the volcano. Um, and so you know, when when over the centuries, um, you know, those stories sort of became myth and legend and people stopped sort of going up the volcano. The volcano also has been almost completely dormant for a very long time. Um, so there has really been no reason to go up there. Um, there is, a, you know, like he said a few times now, there is a trail up there that y'all can take, but it's, it's not maintained. So it will be likely that there will be, you know, uh, rock falls and who knows what uh you know what lives up there also um but but there is at least a path that will take you up to the summit which is or to the caldera uh the part at the top which is where shoga saw this thing fly uh when it left when it left the crash or whatever that was um so anything else that you all would want to know ahead of time um from Shoga, he may or may not know, but you can certainly ask questions of him. Uh, What's the strangest thing you've seen on this island? Uh, he says, oh, there is, there is this, re I've only seen it once because they live in like, uh, or they grow in, in uh, like caves mostly and like, I don't really mess with anything but like the beach and the water. But there are these um, these plants, we call them scalders. Uh, and like when they first sprout, they're like these, these weird like mushroom things, but then they grow these like vines and they're like their late stage life cycle. They're attached they like attach to like ceilings and they grow these pods and these pods fill up with boiling scalding water and they like drop them on like their prey. It's, I saw it happen. What There was like a, a, a recording. It was wild to watch. I like, I really don't know much about him but like it was so cool to see. You know what I mean? He's sort of sounding like a Callie Bertrand now. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> 
How is it cool if they were scalded? Oh, no, that's like that's like a, a thing we say here in Mandira that like when something is interesting or fascinating, we like say it's cool. Not like temperature wise though, you know. This is really, well, this that wouldn't really make meandering. any sense anyway. If it's scalding water, why would it be cool? Because it wouldn't be cold. It would be hot water. Yeah, totally. So it was like super hot, I guess. Yeah, totally. Cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, I... I crunch into my bacon fish. It's a spooky <laughs> fish you could fry that's like really yes. flat and delicious. Yes. Ooh, it actually comes yes. like that. Like it's the whole fish. It just happens to like yeah. exist in a strip. Yeah. Cameron has a bite of his as well. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> looks at Isla and just like <laughs> in the uh, vinegar. You dip it in the vinegar beforehand. Uh, my apologies. And he dips it. Uh, Bertrand at one Oh, sorry. Like, Bertrand is also delicious. like shoveling. Exactly right. Is shoveling them in and goes, oh, it's delicious. <laughs> um, once he is finished with his mouthful of fish bacon, uh, he does ask, uh, Bertrand asks Shoga whether or not he can shortcut this whole thing by just flying y'all up there. Um, but unfortunately, as far as Shoga knows, like there isn't really a good level open place for a ship of that size to land. Um, and so Shoga asks Bertrand and you all, and Bertrand obviously is, is looking for your input as well. Uh, is he like, are you coming with us too? Or like, and Bertrand sort of says, oh, uh, I mean, I, uh, sure, I, that sounds exciting. Or I could, um, I, I could, I could, you know, bring the ship for, for evac when you're done. Uh, sort of up to whatever. Yeah, I, I've missed you all, so it's whatever you. <clears throat> I, I think if it's okay with the group, um, I'm quite fond of hiking, and so I, I might be able to at least help guide us up. Not guide us in no other way. That's what this gentleman's here for. But Shoga I, was so excited for a minute, and then you corrected yourself, and he's like, <sighs> "You need to, you've." I'm afraid uh, that you've been on the beach a while and you might need to get some fresh air up there. He just nods. Uh, oh. Sorry, I interrupted you for a dumb joke. Uh, what? <laughs> well, I think you were saying something about Bertrand. Us accompanying you or not. You were saying you're good oh, at Yeah, Bertrand, then... yeah, yeah. So, um, and yes, uh, I believe Bertrand. Uh, you're more than welcome to be invited with us. I think we would enjoy that. Oh, uh, yes, uh, uh, definitely. Um, well, is, how is everyone feeling before we take off? Was there anything that we need to do? I, I would like to finish my breakfast but I of can course. do that quickly. Second breakfast, lovely egg bites, Sila. Thank you. All right. So uh, you all can scarf your brekkies, second brekkies, uh, and, and head out to the edge of town where Shoga leads you all to begin surmounting the volcano, uh, which we will do next week. 
Uh, we are about nine before the hour, and I have a feeling we're all going to want to gush a little extra this week just because of the excitement. So I'm going to give us a little extra time uh, to, to do our outros and still stay within the time. We will start up next week with this climb up the summit. Come hell or high water. Uh, <laughs> So let's go around uh, and and I'm not rolling. Uh, I guess I will roll. Uh, and let us know who you are, who you played, uh, what other exciting stuff you've got going on so we can support you in all of your endeavors. And first up tonight is, <laughs> okay, is Michael. It's not uh, so funny anymore because it's been a while since it rolled you. Nope, so funny. Uh, <laughs> well, hello. Uh, my name is Michael Sinclair II. Uh, today I played Eli. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm in some uh, quite a bit a few things uh, i mean second star to the right a DD game that takes place in neverland which i don't believe is this friday but the next friday we do it every other week and then i'm part of faithforge academy which is a DD podcast that drops every friday and then i'm in let's get wild mountain with critical bard and opera geek and a whole bunch of other fabulous people uh on every saturdays um so and then last week uh roll for persuasion uh a uh, interview episode dropped for that so that was pretty cool so if you want to know more about me there's that and uh yeah just just like everyone else here i'm still shocked about the kickstarter it's still going and people are wilding out and it's awesome yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly oh uh, well now it's getting back with a vengeance because it rolled a six again Eventually it won't be a six. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, now it's a five. Great, that's Abria. <laughs> Hi, I'm Abria Iyengar. You can follow me on social media at Quidi, Q-U-I-D-D-I-E. Um, on Fridays, you can catch me for uh, season three of Failsafe. I'm playing uh, the older sister of my character that died last season, which is totally fun and not deeply traumatic at all. Love that. Uh, on Saturdays, you can catch me over on the Gax Pack on GaryCon Live's Twitch channel at 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, and what am I missing? Oh God, narrative telephone dropped yesterday. So you can catch the VOD oh yeah. on, you can catch the VOD on Critical Role's channel. Um, the YouTube uh, version of it will drop, I think next on Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know how anything works, um, but it was really, really fun and uh, a full, a full nightmare. Um, also, please, 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 uh, if you like comic books, uh, my, my game from uh, late 2020, The yeah. Unleashed, is actually, uh, we're doing a crossover like event. It's not a crossover. We're just working with Radiant Black, a very cool image comic, and doing uh, a mini series limited run of The Unleashed in Radiant Black's comic book. So uh, yeah, pre-orders for that are live and we start in June. Yeah. Yeah, how exciting. Love that. Uh-oh. Just breaking everything over here. All right, who's up? That's <laughs> another six. Who's up next? All right, that one's a four. That is one, two, three, four. DJ. Oh, hi. I'm DJ Nine. I play Akimba, Basalian Bio Priest here, and uh, have a great time with it. Uh, I, I'm concerned because <laughs> Eugenio said that we would go climb that mountain, hell or high water, next week. And just understanding how Dave works, if it's up to him, it's probably going to be both. So, both hell and high water. Like, there's going to be a flood on the in the whole place, it's just like water going up the volcano, like breaking the laws of gravity on the planet somehow. 
lava because... is hell of high water. So you're proving him, you're giving him more. I'm sorry, reason. my stem brain. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I was ignoring no, 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 that. No, no, no. That was beautiful. Don't I mean, you ever shut your mouth? Please. That was beautiful. Yeah, don't, it was don't, gold. Put the don't shut your mouth. It hurts because if he didn't have the idea already, obviously volcano. He's got it. Now we're probably going to see some volcano creatures. Um, please delete that page. Whatever you wrote, no. No, he wrote that down. Mm. Yeah. So again, hell or high water next week. Probably both. Probably a combination of the two and some sort of creature that exists in. B. Dave's brain, because that's how he rolls. And according to him, there's no way this will ever come back to hurt us. No way, not at all, not in the slightest. Like that's, it's gonna, it's gonna suck. I'm sure of it. But you guys are awesome. And holy crap, almost 110,000. Wow, I can't. Not, that means 10k during hours. this episode. 10k during this session. Mm-hmm. Can't. Not even 12 uh, hours. Lord. You guys Lord. are amazing. Thank you for the support. Thank you. That's wild. It. I'm sure. Thanks, sir. All right. Oh, two, now well, now we're just going in order. So, uh, Christina. Hi. Um, my name is Christina Ariel, and I play Admiral Sala Nine One Nine. She's a Montagani bio priest. She has weaponized hair, which she did not get to use today, but I look forward to using it again because it's one of my favorite parts of this game that I can actually do that. And so. Thank you for helping to fund this amazing world in which weaponized hair can be a thing and you can take two people's heads and smack it together with your hair and it looks really dope. Um, if you want to see me do another thing, uh, watch in the next, for the next episode of Star Wars The High Republic Show. And I'm really excited about that. You can watch it on StarWars.com or the Star Wars YouTube. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Christina Ariel, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-A-A-R-I-E-L-L-E. I post stuff on the interwebs a lot. So go and look at it. Have a great yeah. week and make good choices. And last but most certainly not least, how you doing over there, Tanya? I'm sorry, you're talking to me. I'm just like, oh God. I know. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, I'm floored. Um, when I'm not yeah, like a whole, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna take that today, DJ, because I'm, I can't fight it today. Normally, I'd argue with you, but <laughs> I feel like we all would correct you, like, nah, you can't argue with the fact that you're a beast because we are all here based on a thing that was at some point in your brain. So, you were saying, mm. believing yourself, or are we gonna believe in you? Yup. Till you believe in you, we're going to do it for you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Don't make me cry. Put on makeup. (laughs) I I bothered with makeup today. Don't make me cry. Um, I'm Tanya. You can find me here, obviously, on Wednesdays with this amazing crew. Uh, Tomorrow, along with DJ, uh, Black Dice Society, where I play Fen, your drow dumpier. And now that Van Richten's guide is out, uh, our character sheets are up to date with all of the new fun stuff that came with Van Richten's guide. So go get it if you haven't. Uh, Saturday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like how DJ's like mine. Um, <laughs> Saturday, actually, I'm going to play a game, r- play in an all Blood Hunter game run by oh. Gabe Hicks over Ooh. on his channel to be- benefit the Critical Role Foundation. Yes. And, uh, it is me. Uh, it's Danny Carr from Critical Role. 
uh, Brian W. Foster, Serena Marie, who I've not had a chance to see or play a game with in far too long. And um, Gabe is gonna be our GM. I may just bring Celise because she's already a blood hunter. Um, but yeah, that is going to be Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. my time. Yeah, so we're going to come and uh, raise money for Critical Role Foundation. Then obviously Sunday, back on Rivals Waterdeep for our second episode of our 10th season. Ah, so many things happening. I'm so proud of you. Woo! I'm floored. There's so much happening. And obviously, I don't know what else is happening. I just need to get through Sunday at this point and then just go <laughs> lay down. Um, <laughs> mood. Mood, mood, mood. But, uh, you know, hopefully I will not cry because I hate crying on camera. Also, I, I bother with makeup. But thank you to everyone who signal boosted, who yes. pledged, who all of you for showing up since last fall into this year and giving up. I shouldn't say giving up, but, but being part of this. I was going to say giving up your time, but that's not right. Um, and just being amazing people and people I'm very lucky to call friends that I get to collaborate with you all and, and do this work every week because never would have thought being a professional RPG developer or player or streamer would have been something I do even five years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm floored. I may go cry once this camera's off and I can wipe off mm -hmm. this makeup. And, uh, you know, for the people on screen that I know, I love you very much. For those of you watching, I appreciate all of you. I don't know all of you, so I'm not going to tell a lie. <laughs> good um but i appreciate every bit of support and the hype train and all the gift subs and everything else because yes. that means that i can do this kind of stuff full time and keep doing what i do so thank doing you. this awesome stuff yes thank you and thank all of you uh i will be brief i'm okay you i'm dm jazzy hands uh you can find me on twitter and here on twitch dm jazzy hands uh, I pretty much exclusively stream Mass Effect these days on my channel on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, Sundays, I'm with Tanya on Rivals of Waterdeep. Mondays, I'm over on Cobalt Press for Courts of the Shadow Fae, uh, playing with uh, uh, Little Red Dot as our Dungeon Master. And then obviously here on Wednesdays. Y'all, thank you. We crossed 110,000 in our first uh, nine hours of this Kickstarter. Thank you. Keep that energy up because we are going to keep coming up with things to bring to you all as the next 31 days of this Kickstarter pass on. And uh, and I, I cannot wait for you all to get your hands on some of this stuff. Thank you all so much. We will be back next week. Same time, same place here on twitch.tv slash Cypher of Tier, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. GMT for episode six. We are now officially halfway through with this season, which I absolutely can't believe. Um, you've all been amazing. Thank you all so very much. Uh, we are raiding. Who are we raising? Who are we raiding tonight? I know y'all talked uh, about it now. I missed it's it. Julita, who is playing Resident Evil 2. All right. It's a little Resident Evil 2, a little horror, a little fun. We're going to go raid them. Please give them all of the Motherland's love uh, when we arrive. And thank you all so much. We will see you next week. In the meantime, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. And happy gaming, y'all.